0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love or even like cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 197. I'm calling it I think I'm calling it decluttering steps are there when you need them. Uh, and so I'm going to be talking about, um, kind of who needs the steps and when to use them. And I'm going to be telling a story when I use them, because if I hadn't used them, I would just have been completely paralyzed and I still would be over the Christmas um, holidays. And, uh, anyway, so I'm gonna tell that story and just kind of talk about, um, just how we're all different. And we don't necessarily need the the same things, but anyway, blah, blah, blah. That's what I'm gonna talk about. Okay. But before I get into that, I want to make sure you know that through the end of January, my video course, where I demonstrate and explain, so you can visually see exactly how my process works, my decluttering process works. Um, my video course, the five day clutter shakedown is on sale with the code new year 19 which I'm going to put in the show notes for you. Okay. Anyway, for $15 off through the end of January. So that makes it $25. Okay. Um, what are we talking about today? So I'm, I wrote a post kind of, I mean, I had things set up to go, you know, over the Christmas holiday, but then one morning, I think it was maybe January 2nd, 3rd, something like that. Um, I, just kind of wrote out a post. And I do that every once in a while when it's just is something I just have to say, you know, I try to work ahead and all that kind of stuff to keep things manageable and under control. But every once in a while this happens. And the post was about how I don't do decluttering challenges, meaning I don't host them. So I am somehow some way known on the internet as a decluttering expert which I will own that. I always feel strange when people say a cleaning expert because then people start asking me questions like how do you get the this such a stain out of this and I'm like yeah don't ask me. <laughs> I have no idea. Um but I am a decluttering expert. I mean that's where I feel like that is my powerhouse, that's where I I know what exactly what to do because I've had to do it in my own home because I have had to clear out huge amounts of clutter more than any human being should have, um, huge amounts of clutter in my own home, working through my own, you know, emotional hangups and all that kind of stuff. So that's where I own my expertise. All right. Um, and so this is the time of year, you guys, I mean, it's honestly, trailing off already because it's that week after Christmas and new year. Um, I'm sorry. It's at that week between Christmas and new year where people are decluttering bananas all over, at least all over the U S okay. I think it's in other countries too, but I mean, this is, it's a, it's a big time for that anyway, that there's this whole internet culture of people who want to, um, capitalize on whatever is the trend. And I get that because I, I mean, my goodness, that's when my traffic doubles and triples on my site, you know, which, um, anyway, and this is my job and I totally get that, but it's like people who have blogs and websites and everything are jumping on the decluttering train. I mean, let's do a decluttering challenge, sign up for this, whatever. And some are experts in this and some are not. Um, but it, it's everywhere. I mean, I'm seeing my personal friends be like, I signed up for this decluttering challenge or, Oh, I'm going to get my de- my house, um, decluttered in 30 days, or, Oh, this is the, you know going to be the year where I get my house decluttered. And like my friend Taylor, who's been on the podcast before, um, she has a 365 day decluttering challenge where she will send you a task every single day. And she's amazing. I mean, she's great. And here's the thing. There are people who that is exactly what they need. And that might be even some of you, but I personally do not host decluttering challenges anymore. I kind of tried for a while early on when I would kind of see, Oh, okay. And people would honestly ask me for them. Can you please host a decluttering challenge? And I would, um, I'd be like, oh, you know, okay. So I kind of come up with, you know, something or, you know, what oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be great. But I don't do that anymore. And let me explain why. Not necessarily because I'm trying to um, convince you of anything, but the reason to talk about this is it ultimately comes down to the person who benefits from my way of explaining things is often also the person who does not function well within a decluttering challenge. Okay. So, and when I say decluttering challenge, what I mean is, um, you know, here's your assignment for the day, go do this and then, you know, come and report back or whatever. And then the next day you get another assignment the next day, or maybe it's a weekly assignment or whatever. But, um, that that's what I'm talking about when I say this. All right. Okay. So when I first started, Um, a slob comes clean. You know, if, if you've heard my story before, you know that in the beginning, I had no intention of ever being called an expert in any of these fields because it was the area of my life where I felt the least clued in. I mean, like I had no clue. I mean, I was just like, why is this so hard for me? This shouldn't be this hard. It doesn't seem to be hard for anyone else in the entire world, but it's hard for me anyway. So I was doing this. It was all anonymous in the beginning, but I did have some readers that started reading my blog and um you know i was just recording what i was doing every day so at the time i would usually write like some sort of post where i was figuring something out analyzing something and then i would write another post where i just kind of bleh, these are the things that i did today my daily checklist so i did that and what i would what i found after people started reading it maybe i don't know 3 4 months in this is all guessing i did not go back and look at all the exact dates of when things happened but um like, you know, some people started following along with what I was doing, which was a shock to me because people were not horrified. Instead, they were like, oh my goodness, this is me too. Anyway, so this, um, I can remember a couple of people kind of would say, okay, well, this is what I did today in the comments. And I was like, oh, this is so great. This is going to be not just accountability for me on the blog, but this is going to be accountability for other people too. And oh, okay. Yeah, this is great. And I wrote, (laughs) I, um, I wrote in like the next day's post or something. I did like a shout out for so-and-so who made her bed and did her dishes or I don't know. Anyway. Um, and then that person commented on that post like, well, that was awkward. (laughs) I think she said it nicer than that, but it was kind of like, Oh yeah, I don't, you know, and it basically what it was is what I have found is people like me want to do the right thing. And then we do the right thing and we want to celebrate it. But as soon as somebody else starts putting expectations upon us, we're like, "Mm, okay, no, uh -uh, I'm out. It's like, if I want to do it, if I have time to do it and everything, yes, let's talk about it. Let's be thrilled. Let's get, but if you start telling me, okay, now you have to go and declutter, you know, 45 things from your house If I feel like decluttering 45 things from my house right now, great. I am all in. And that day because I went and did it great. But if you send me an email tomorrow that says that I have to declutter another 45 things from my house and well, you have no idea what my day looks like because Today, my kid's got the flu. My kid doesn't have the flu. This is all hypothetical. But today, my kid has the flu, and I have to go to the doctor. And I don't have time to declutter 45 things. And now I can't stand you anymore. You know, I mean, that's, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm being overdramatic, but I'm not. That is me. I mean, that's, if it's my idea, great. You know, I mean, this is one of those jokes that I have with my husband and several friends is I'm like, I don't know if you know this about me. And I say that facetiously because they totally know this about me, but I'm like, I don't know if you know this about me, but I really don't like being told what to do. <laughs> and they're like, really, really? I had no idea. Anyway, um, you know, that's a big part of my problem that I've talked about so many times is overthinking the process. I like to figure it out on my own. I do not like to be told what to do. So, take that to the next level. If I feel like I'm somebody's pressuring me to do something, then I get angry at that. I'm like, mm, okay, let me just dig my heels in and I'm not going to do nothing. I'm not going to do anything is the proper way to say it kids. But anyway, but I'm done. Okay, well, I'm out. Mm, no, uh-uh, no. And here's the thing. The reality is the people who do the every day or 30 day or 90 day or whatever decluttering challenges successfully are generally the people who, eh, yeah, I can't do that today. All right. And they just pick up back the next, pick back up the next day. They're not the people who are, you know, they're, yes, they are driven by, oh, thanks. Good. That's a great reminder. And they go do, they go do that thing. But if they absolutely cannot do it one day, they don't just throw it all away which is the way people with my personality do things. Oh, I can't do it perfectly. Well then I'm not even going to try because it's now your problem, not mine. It's your fault, not mine, but whatever. Anyway. So, um, you know, there's some other things I tried. I tried, um, focus check Friday because this was back in the days where, um, blog linkups were a big thing. And I was like, okay, this would work, you know, focus check Friday. I'm going to, you know, kind of reevaluate my, my focus each week. And I was at the time I was adding in daily tasks and, you know, new things that I was working on in my house as I was figuring out what made the biggest impact. Anyway, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And it just, I'd have a few people do it, but it was never consistent because, Again, what I have figured out looking at it in hindsight is I'll do that when I feel like it, or I'll do that when I have something to share. But if you keep pestering me to do something when I don't have something to share, then I feel like a failure. And if you make me feel like a failure, I don't like you anymore. I mean, that, you know, I know it's being overdramatic, but it's the truth, okay? Um, I tried a forum. There used to be this thing called Blog Frog, it doesn't even exist anymore, but it was like a. It was basically. I mean, it was a free like forum that people could join, and I thought, you know, and on paper, people would ask me, "Can you have some place, some kind of a forum where we can discuss this?" But the reality was, when it came down to it, then people are like, mm, "Yeah, that feels like pressure, or whatever," and so they just wouldn't do it. And um, so basically, that's the thing. I purposely try to avoid anything that feels like pressure on people. Because while there are so many people in the world who thrive under that kind of a thing, my people don't. And over the years, I have said, okay, I am here to serve my people. I am here for the people who have wandered around the internet going, oh my word, I can't do this until they land on my site and they go, oh, somebody who gets it. And I can actually do that. That's who I am. That's who I'm here to serve. And so that's why I don't do decluttering like challenges or whatever, you know, assignments every day or anything like that. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, but you have 14 days to to your, um, to opening your front door to guests. Yes, I do. But that's something that you get on your own. You know, you can purchase it as the ebook, or you can listen to the podcasts or read the blog posts or whatever for free, but you can Those are all very self guided things. Like I like to provide things that then you can take and use in a self guided way, as opposed to a new day of something coming out every single day. So like 28 days to hope for your home, which is now the appendix at the back of how to manage your home without losing your mind. My traditionally published book, which is wherever books are sold, but whatever. Anyway, that, that 28 day plan I have realized that my people, the ones I am really truly there to serve, do better working through that under their own direction. Here are the guidelines. Here are the assignments for every single day. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. Okay. And I've been asked so many times, can you do a, an app or whatever, which honestly I've looked into apps and the main issue with apps is that they have to be updated all the time. And so it's like, you're, it's just a money pit for the person and they're so expensive to create. But anyway. you know, so I've looked into that or, you know, doing some sort of a plan where you get sent those every single day. But the reality is there's something that clicks in the brain when I have everything I need to do on paper. And now I'm going to do it as I can when I can and make real progress in my home, which ultimately will help you figure out what really does work for you in your home, which is what matters as opposed to having those things dripped out one by one, one by one, and then feeling like I'm behind on day six. Does that make sense? Okay. So anyway, part, the reason I go into this is I want you to realize that if you have signed up for decluttering challenges in the past um, and felt like a failure, because perhaps you've reacted in some of these ways that I've described to those, you don't need to feel like a failure. It's just that some people thrive under those things. And some people don't. Okay. So don't feel like a failure just because, oh, all my friends are doing this, you know, 30 day thing and they've all got absolutely perfect houses and they're posting pictures of everything they're doing. And I'm just feeling completely left behind. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. You're fine. There are things that you can absolutely do, but it might be that difference between the challenge versus the non-challenge. Okay. Okay. That somebody telling me what to do when it's my house. And I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. Anyway. Okay. So, um, kind of going along with, you know, what works best for your brain, blah, blah, blah. What works best for me is action instead of intentions. What can I do right now in the moment when I'm inspired? Because a lot of times what happened was I would be inspired to make a change. And so I would sign up for something or I would plan out what I was going to do. And then I wouldn't do that perfectly. And then I would feel like a failure and I would get more discouraged by my home and I would be less likely to start the next time. Instead, what I do now, my goal is always when I have that moment of inspiration, I take action right now in the moment of inspiration, instead of planning what I'm going to do, I go ahead and do something. And even though that something may not be as dramatic or as life-changing as what I would have done if I carried out every little thing on my plan that I would make during that moment of inspiration, ultimately it moved me farther toward my goal because it actually got me started. So that's why everything I talk about, everything I do, my goal is to give you things that you can take action on right now. Okay. So like the five day clutter shakedown, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I wish I would have called it the five step clutter shakedown. So I do call it that in a lot of places because it doesn't mean you have to set aside five days. It just means this is the process. And the whole point of it is you can work through, you can start on step one and make visible progress immediately. So that, if you have to stop at any point, you've made progress, you've never made things worse than they were before, and you've never um you'd never put yourself in a situation where all of your hope and your change is hanging on something that's going to happen in the future as opposed to what you're doing right now. makes sense, okay, all right before I move on to telling you about my own horrible, disgusting embarrassing, humiliating story where I had to work through my own steps. Um, Let me talk about our sponsor for this week. And our sponsor this week is Poshmark. Poshmark is um, a website and an app. Let me tell you about it. Have you been decluttering your clothes? Okay. We're talking about decluttering today. It's not just you. This is the time of year when people purge their closets. I hear from people a lot who get stuck decluttering clothes specifically because of the money that they spent on things that maybe they never even ended up wearing. The only option that isn't an option is letting that thing or those things keep hanging in your closet when you know you don't want them. Our sponsor Poshmark is a great option for selling your high quality clothes from your home. The site is super easy to navigate. You can sort by size, brand, color, and more. So it's a great way for the person who wants to buy your stuff to find it, okay? Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to get started. Poshmark carries fashion for women, men, and kids. They have a lot of great brands like Lane Bryant, J. Crew, and Free People. Items are priced, but if you see something you want, you can make the seller an offer, which increases the chance that your stuff is going to sell, okay? Sell on Poshmark to declutter your closet. They offer designer brands like Louis Vuitton, Michael Kors, Tori Birch for a deal. Download the Poshmark app. Listeners of A Slob Comes Clean, get $5 off your first purchase. Just enter the invite code CLEAN5 when you sign up. That's invite code CLEAN5. Okay. So we're talking about, um, uh, Decluttering steps are there when you need them. Okay. Um, so a big part of my problem, always one of my problems, (laughs) that's a Seinfeld thing anyway. Um, so one of my problems was, um, my tendency to think and say out loud and use it as an excuse, even though it was legit true. Um, well, but before I do this, I have to do this and this and this, I mean, that, that was so many things. If somebody told me, go do such and such, I'm like, well, but before I can do that, I have to do this, this, and this. And that was a big part of my problem. Okay. So let me talk through the action steps that I took, which are my five steps that are laid out and I use them in every single room and in every single relationship of people that you're helping declutter in my book, decluttering at the speed of life. Okay. Not light but life actual real life where distractions happen. Anyway, um so those five steps are not just um let me see what would work. No, these are the steps that I actually use in my own home and the reason I have steps is not because you can't declutter without steps. As long as you're getting stuff out of your house, then that's exactly how you should be decluttering. But the steps are there specifically for when you just don't know how to make progress when you just don't know how to get started or you don't know how to keep going. The steps take you through the process so that there's no reason to not get started. You can absolutely get started, there's no reason to stop and just give up in the middle because this the next step will take you through the actual process. Okay, does that make sense? All right, so let me tell you a little bit about my situation that I was in. So I was working in my kitchen, I was decluttering and, um, I went to, uh, move something under my kitchen sink and I found my worst nightmare. I found mouse poo. Okay. It was mouse poo and it was disgusting. And it really wasn't just a little bit. It was, it was, you know, a decent amount of mouse poo. Anyway. Um, I mean, I froze up like I, 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 what do I do? Because obviously I have to deal with that, but it's mouse poo and that's disgusting. And I don't want to be anywhere near it. And anyway, but I had to do that. So I had to deal with that. Under my sink, let me just say, has over the years just kind of turned into a catch-all space for cleaning products, and um, which I get a lot because people send them to me. Um, it, it just, it really is kind of one of those spaces in my home where I've been ignoring it for a very long time. And so there was a lot of junk under there, which is one of the reasons why I had not seen the mouse poop until I had moved something and then saw it. So anyway, I was super duper freaked out and paralyzed, completely paralyzed. And so I just, I was like, well, you know, I mean, I use my own steps anyway. I use my steps for decluttering when I'm just cleaning a room like I'm like okay I'm going to do the trash first because that's what I personally need is a way to talk myself through taking action, making steps, making progress, okay? So, anyway, the trash is the first step. I mean, I didn't I mean, I really honestly what I wanted to do was either move or burn my house down. I mean, that honestly. I mean, it was just like I I can't do this. I can't live. I I can't I can't, you know. Anyway, But I was like, no, that's not an option. We can't afford that. (laughs) And then the other one's illegal. But anyway, um, I decided I am just going to, um, I'm going to just talk myself through the steps. Okay. That's what they're here for. Yes. I know them. Yes. I use them all the time, but I had to talk myself through them because I needed to make this progress and I was so completely paralyzed. So I just said trash, just trash, trash, trash. Okay. So all I did, I think this was like afternoon or evening when I discovered this. So I, um, grabbed a black trash bag and I started throwing away trash. I just looked under there and I would pick things up like, you know, with my pinky up because I was trying to touch as little as I possibly could. Um, but I would go through and I just was like, what's the most obvious trash? And there was kind of a lot. I'll just be honest with you. Um, because that's what happens in catch all spaces. Things are like, Oh, I don't know what to do with this. I'm gonna throw it in there. And then you're like, wait, why did I not just throw that away? Anyway. So, um, I just started pulling out trash. Okay. Because I needed to do something. And so that is the thing that allows me to get started is to say, I'm going to do the easiest of the easy stuff which is the trash. And I, and that started to make a visible impact on this space. It started to look a little bit better as stuff came out and looking a little bit better made me feel less overwhelmed. And I was moving and getting going on it. Okay. So anyway, that was afternoon or evening. I, after that was completely freaked out, had to go take a shower and disinfect myself. Um, And because I was just like, uh, but I had made progress. I had done something. I hadn't just sat back and made this big list of what I was going to do. I said, okay, this is the first thing to do. It's always the trash. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Anyway, so I slept fitfully all night, um, thinking about how I was going to have to deal with this the next day. And I came up with a plan and my plan was to follow my existing plan, (laughs) but I also brought my supplies in. Okay. So here were my supplies. I had a dust mask, so I don't accidentally breathe anything in. Um, I had gloves, plastic gloves, which I had under the sink and I had seen them the day before. Um, when these were disposable plastic gloves. Okay. Cause I wasn't going to ever reuse these again, but I think they're like Mr. Clean brand or something. And I picked them up at the grocery store at some point. I don't know. Anyway, they look kind of like medical gloves, but so I was like, okay, I'm going to use, um, plastic gloves, I've got a desk mask. I put on my um, headscarf. Even though, yes, you see me in pictures like on my podcast I cover art with a headscarf. I don't always wear that, but these are. this is one of those times when I wear it. Yes, I was going to wash my hair right after. I didn't care. I wore my headscarf so that no mouse poo could fly up in the air and get into my hair. Anyway, um, so I did that. Um, I put on clothes that I knew I'd be able to wash in super duper hot water and, um, I put on my rain boots because I thought, well, if I put on rain boots, then I can disinfect those, when <laughs> I'm done in case anything touches my feet. I got a, um, a little stool that I could sit on in front of this. Cause it's, you know, down low and I really didn't want to be on my knees. Um, and then I got newspaper that I put under the lip of the, uh, cabinet so that if anything fell onto the floor, it would fall onto that newspaper. And I would just be able to, you know, crumple that up and stick it into the trash and not have to like, then sweep it again. Anyway. And I brought my, um, and this was the main thing that in the middle of the night, I went, Oh yes, that's what I should do. I got my Swiffer Sweeper, which I am a brand ambassador for Swiffer. Um, but this is not part of that because it's just really, truly what I did and why I was glad I had it anyway. So I got my Swiffer sweeper, which is the one where you can attach the dry cloths or the wet cloths to it. Anyway, and I got dry cloths and wet cloths because I thought, okay, that is a way, cause here's what I didn't want to do. I did not want to be on my hands and knees and stick in my whole head under my kitchen sink where a mouse had been ever. Okay. So with my Swiffer sweeper, I was able to, um, you know, reach back in there and sweep out everything. Cause you know, it, it turns really easily so that it could go really flat and I could get back there. And then the beauty of that is that the dry cloth and then the wet cloth, I could throw those away. So I didn't have to like then wash them to be able to reuse it or whatever. Um, anyway, so those are my supplies that I brought to do this. And, um, I just told myself, okay, you know, I've got my desk mask on. I'm like, all right, is there any more trash? And so I had my trash box, my trash bag there and my donate box. Um, Honestly, most stuff went into the trash as opposed to the donate box, because, you know, I think I might've put like two things in the donate box, but I felt like I had to disinfect them first before I did that. So anyway, that was a lot more hassle than it was worth. And so a lot of stuff just went into the, the trash bag. Anyway, so I pulled things out. So my steps are, you know, easy stuff. So you have trash, which is the easiest, easiest of the easy stuff. Um, the easy stuff, honestly, there wasn't much because most things that got stuck under there were either, um, uh, you know, we're, we're just things that were supposed to go under there, I guess you could say. Um, but there, you know, there was like a couple of things, uh, that, you know, went to, Uh, it's already established home. That's the easy definition of easy stuff. Duh is step three, but it's really a permission step, meaning the duh can happen at any point. And when I say duh clutter, what I mean is the stuff that is just like, I don't need to analyze this. I don't need to think through this. It's just, I'm giving myself permission to just stuff it in the donate box. Okay. Um, the real stuff that helped me so much at this point was the, um, make it fit step specifically 5.1, which is consolidating. Okay. Putting all of these stainless steel cleaners together, putting, you know, which helped me see, Oh, I've got two bottles of the stainless steel cleaner that I actually like. And then I have this, um, you know, package of stainless steel wipes that I don't like, which is actually dried out. I don't know why I still had these and I throw them out. Okay. And I get rid of them. So that kind of thing. Um, and as I consolidated things down, I purged it to the point where there really wasn't that much down there. It was only a very manageable amount where when I, you know, look in there, I'm able to see exactly what's in there. It's all easily accessible because there's no excess stuff in there where there'd been a lot of excess stuff that really, ultimately turned into trash. But anyway, there'd been so much excess stuff that opening up that cabinet was super overwhelming, which meant I just didn't really look very hard in there and try to ignore it, its existence, which meant that I didn't notice the mouse poo for a long time. Anyway. Um, but as I did that, I got it down to that point where it was just what really, really needed to be in there. It was so much less than it was before I pulled it out because, you know, taking everything out of a space to declutter, I don't do that. Okay. Because, you know, that was in what the last podcast, I think, where I, the worst decluttering strategy ever, meaning pulling everything out of a space bef- as the first step or any step of decluttering. Um, so I decluttered it first. And the reason that I don't do that, in case you haven't listened to that podcast, is. Um, That then life happens and everything is now outside the space where I was decluttering before. It's a bigger mess than I had before. And it just doesn't work for me. Anyway, I go into a lot of detail in that other podcast, but in this one, what I'm talking about is, um, I had gotten it down just to what absolutely was going to go right back in there. Okay. This is only the, only the stuff that is actually deserves to be in this space. Then I did have to take it out, but it wasn't anything that was going to be a decision. Okay. So I was, do you see what I'm saying? Like I had already decluttered it and then I took it out so then I could clean and disinfect the, um, that cabinet. And then all that stuff just went right back in. Does that make sense? And then I was able to take my newspaper out, which I think I might've actually done the newspaper before I took everything out. So it didn't touch any of that. Um, and disinfect my rain boots and wash everything and throw away the gloves and the mask. But anyway, um, but my point in telling you this is, use the steps. When you're overwhelmed, use the steps. When you find yourself looking at any kind of a space in your home, whether it's just a room that needs to be picked up or a anything, and you just find yourself going, (laughs) use the steps. That's what they're there for. Okay. I use them all the time because that is the unique personality I have where I get overwhelmed by stuff and things and all that kind of stuff very easily. Hence the, what works as far as a challenge for me. Okay. What works for me so much better is just to, instead of thinking, Oh, all these things I'm going to do, and I'm going to change my life forever in the next 30 days. Instead saying, I'm going to go ahead and declutter this space, hopefully a visible space, which this under the kitchen cabinet was not, but I had to do it. Um, But you know, I'm going to go ahead and declutter this shelf or this, uh, whatever it is in my home. And then I'm going to make progress. And then whatever happens over the next 30 days, I made progress. Okay, as opposed to um, feeling like a failure because of things you know, continuing to assignments, continuing to come in and I'm still stuck on, you know, one a really long time ago. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Okay. So if you are the person who feels (laughs) like, uh, yeah, she's talking about me as far as always being overwhelmed or whatever, and feeling like, you know, traditional stuff doesn't work for you. Um, check out our, my Patreon page, patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. Um, it, so here's what it is, is basically you support the show for an ongoing, as an ongoing thing. Okay. So anyway, you can do it at any level you want. You could do a thousand dollars a month if you wanted, and that would be fantastic. But, um, nobody's done that yet anyway, but if you are $5 or more a month, um, then you get invited to a secret Facebook group where, and I haven't, and I may in the future, like tell my blog readers about Patreon, but as of right now, I've only ever mentioned it on the podcast. And the reason that I do that is because I feel like on the po- the people who listen to the podcast to the point where they're you know wanting to support it at $5 a month. They're the ones who really get this whole entire way of thinking. They haven't just landed on something and thought it was something else and got in there, you know, so these are really true. Like it's called kindred spirits, which can't find it because it's a secret group, but kindred and we call it kindred spirits because it's people who get each other. Okay. We're the ones who get each other. So anyway, um, I love that group. Uh, people are incredibly supportive and welcoming and lovely in there. Um, and if anybody ever isn't, then they'll be out. Um, but anyway, so I just want to make sure you know about that in case that's something where, um, that's more your speed than signing up for a decluttering challenge on Taylor's side or whatever. Um, Oh, another thing too, I wanted to say, I loved hearing from some people When I wrote that post about why I don't host decluttering challenges, um, I got a lot of great response from that. But some of the people, what I loved that they said is they're like, you know, they're finally able to do decluttering challenge type things because they decluttered their house overall significantly from following my strategies. So it's like my strategies help them make huge progress and then they were able to get down into the nitty gritty nitpicky stuff that a lot of decluttering challenges are. I'm not saying that all of them are like that, but do you you see what I'm saying? Like they're able to do the, you know, clean out under the master bedroom sink because they're not overwhelmed anymore because they have done so much decluttering with my stuff. So it's almost like, or it is like they were saying, um, that you know following my strategies helped get them to the point where they could be more like a normal person decluttering <laughs> which makes me happy i mean and i think that's that's the thing is not everything is going to fit every phase of your life and maybe you have a year where that's exactly what you need to be told specifics or maybe you have a year where you've got so much going on that you're overwhelmed or maybe you're kind of like me and you may never get past the, I'm just going to do what I have to do and keep decluttering and I may never get to being perfect. Okay. So anyway, but I say that while I'm talking about Patreon, just because, um, it's, it's a great way to feel consistently encouraged and be accountable when you want to be accountable. Um, but also just, you know, be in there with those people. So anyway, if you're interested in that it's Patreon, dot com slash a slob comes clean. Um, and I will also link to that in the show notes for this. Okay. who I have blathered on for long enough. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.